Welcome everybody to our weekly Team Passion podcast with Nicole L. Jones and I am super excited about this week's episode. We have Kim Parker with us today and it is going to be amazing. You're going to hear lots of great tips. Kim and I have known each other since, I don't know, childhood, uh, you know, right before high school. So we have, uh, you know, known each other for many, many years. We won't go into how many that is. And I'm really excited for Kim to be able to share with you her journey today. So let me tell you a little bit about Kim. In May of 2010, Kim started her weight loss and fitness journey using just Shakeology only. So she started off just drinking her shake. At the time, it had come with some Shakeology workouts, which were kind of low-key and just getting you moving again. And then she went on to P90X. So there was no happy medium for her. She just wanted to jump right into going extreme after she was feeling good and, and getting in the groove. She then went on to use programs like TurboFire, Insanity, Shaleen Extreme, back to P90X, and now for the past two years has been using Body Beast. Kim has lost 120 pounds and 100 inches to date. Like, that's crazy. So amazing. Really excited for her to share with you lots of great tips on how she did that. She has since competed in two fitness competitions in 2014. She is a group certified fitness instructor and her most important job of all, she is a single mom to two wonderful boys, Josh, who is 16 and Jordan, who is 13. So Kim, are you here with us? I am, Nicole. I am. Thank you very much for having me. You bet. We are so excited. Thank you for sharing these amazing tips with all of us. So let's jump right in. Awesome. So early on, share with us a little bit about how, you know, being 100 pounds overweight, needing to, how to stay motivated and how you kept yourself going day after day when it was so hard in the beginning. It's so, a lot of people have asked me this question, and I think the most important thing when starting on this journey is, like you said, where are you getting your motivation from? And for me, you know, for those of you who have heard my story, it all started with a picture that I saw of me and my son. And that ultimately was my motivation. It wasn't somebody, you know, that I've been watching for a long time because I really didn't watch anybody in the fitness world. It was more of my family. That was my motivation. And today, my motivation is honestly myself. I compete with myself to become better every single day. And to be here for my family and my boys and just to make life better for me. So as far as motivation is concerned, it really just comes down to me. It comes down to I want to be better. I want to be the best that I can, a better version of me. So, yeah, well, it wasn't anybody in particular other than myself, probably the most important person, right? Love that. Love that. And do you think now some of it, like to stay accountable, do you think staying accountable to the boys has helped at all? Has that played a role? I know I've seen some pictures of them maybe working out with you too. Absolutely. I mean, the boys definitely, as far as accountability is concerned, play a huge role in it. But it's funny how the journey has shifted over the years to, you know, now we help other people. That's what we do. We help other people, you know, make their dreams reality and believe in themselves. And as far as the accountability piece, 
it's really everybody that's like listening to this call that you all are part of my accountability because I want to be accountable for you. I want to, you know, when I stepped on stage that first time I said to people, this wasn't just for me, but it was for every single person that's ever felt lost or depressed or didn't know where they could go in life because they just didn't know how to get there. Or they, you know, they, they felt that they couldn't do something physically. So that, that's my accountability is, you know, everybody out there on Facebook land, you, some people will be, oh my gosh, she posts so much about her fitness. Well, that's my accountability. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. And do you think with using Beachbody programs that that helped starting your journey, like being given specific programs and specific tools to use? Do you believe that was a nice kickstart for you and made it slightly, I wouldn't say easier, but made it more doable? Well, absolutely. Even today, um, you know, I'm a busy mom. I don't, I, and I sit there and I have my own clients and group fitness and whatnot. And we do our own boot camps. And it takes a lot of time to sit and develop workouts just for, you know, one class a week. And the beauty of, of at-home programs such as P90X and Turbofire and Beast is what I do now. It's all laid out there for you. There's really no thinking. And that was a huge part for me. You know, when I first started, I wasn't a group certified instructor. I didn't really know much about fitness and what to do when and what to pair, what body parts to pair with each other. And Beachbody has, has put that all together for you. And there's no thinking. And to be able to just go in and put your DVD in and do your workout and not have to go to the gym and be, be afraid. I mean, I was afraid to go to the gym. Absolutely. I didn't want to go there. It was 100, 120 pounds overweight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the last place you want to be is is fumbling around equipment that you don't know how to use and, and whatnot. So absolutely, you know, the programs kept me, kept me accountable and kept me going because I knew that even though I modified the living daylights out of them, <laughs> I knew that they were still getting done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. It's definitely all of Beachbody programs, other than maybe Insanity, have the modifiers in there for you. But even with Insanity, you don't have to kill yourself and keep going if you're not able to go. I mean, you see all the fit people in that video taking breaks, so you know it's okay to take a break. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing with Insanity, I hated Insanity because I'm really not a big cardio person and, and also because of my back where I've had surgery on my lower back. You know, insanity was tough for me, but I always tell people with insanity, I did it twice, the full 60 days twice, and I turned my back to the TV the whole time mm. so that I, I heard him cueing, but I never tried to keep up with the people in the videos. Again, my, my motivation isn't them in right. the videos. It was me, and it was, you know, wanting to do better for, with each set and with each rep. So I turned my back. And went as hard as I could possibly go with his cueing. So that's a good tip for anybody who's doing insanity and you get frustrated with the very, very fit people on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's a great tip. I love that. I should do that next time. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you'll do so much better. I love it. Um, one of the other things, I like what I love about Beachbody, when I compare Beachbody for people with the programs, I pretty much say, and you just summed it up, you know, you get a personal trainer, you get a nutritionist, and then you get the accountability with a coach or a team of people. And 
all for under $200. I mean, a personal trainer, a nutritionist, a whole map out plan of exactly what you need to do all for under $200. So I, yeah, I agree. It's definitely just cookie cutter. Here it is. Yeah. And you, and you don't have to leave your home. Yeah. And you know, you can, you can be accountable without being scared. Yes, for sure. So nutrition seems to be the hardest part for everybody. That is the number one. And like we just said, Beachbody comes with the, the programs come with the nutrition and then they also, the nutrition guide, and then they also come with Shakeology. But I know for you watching you on social media, you have really, and especially competing in fitness competitions, have really nailed down the food prepping piece of it. And I, you know, I see your pictures on Sunday nights and I'm like, damn, he is good with that food prepping. And I remember traveling with you uh, on the airplane to Summit and you had your whole cooler full of food, taking out your food. So can you take us a little bit through how that journey has progressed from the beginning to now and how your food prep is just so dialed in and some tips on how to do that for people who are beginning? Definitely. And I'll, I'll preface this with, I was not a nutrition expert when I first started. Am I a nutrition expert now? I wouldn't say that. I'm, I, I would say that I'm good at it. I'm good at tweaking things, but that's, I've learned that along the way. I've learned that through trial and error, a lot more error than, <laughs> than anything. Um, but nutrition is really the heart and soul to a healthy lifestyle. You can work out all day long, but if you're not eating right, it's just not going to show. You're not going to lose the weight. You may lose some initially, but when you get down to the nitty gritty, that last 25 pounds, <laughs> and I say 25 because 25 is hard to lose, it really does come down to it. And the biggest tip that I can give people is do not try to cut everything out at one time. Because what happens is you're almost setting yourself up for failure because you're going extreme. Over time, you know, decide that, all right, I'm going to start with drinking a gallon of water. Now, a lot of people may say, oh, my gosh, a gallon of water is way too much water. It's not. Okay. There's going to be research out there that says it's too much. There's going to be research out there that says it's not too much. That's what's worked for me. It's worked for a lot of people that I've worked with. So take it or leave it. Increase your water. Get at least 64 ounces in a day. Start with that. And then start with, you know, deciding, all right, am I going to eat six times a day or am I going to eat five times a day? <clears throat> that is important to keep the metabolism roaring. And I always love to use this analogy because a lot of people don't get, well, what do you mean I have to eat more to lose? Well, think about it this way. If you're, we live in New England, so this is a really good analogy. If you have the coldest day of the year and you have a wood-burning stove that heats your, sto your, your house, right? And then you throw your logs on that stove all day long. Think about the stove as your body and the wood as the food, right? And you feed it every couple hours and it keeps that flame roaring. Well, at the end of the day, you're going to stop throwing wood on the fire and let it go out. <laughs> and now your house is going to go cold. So why do we stop eating, right? If we stop eating, the body just shuts down. So don't do it. Don't just stop eating and starve yourself. It's a bad thing. So decide, you know, whether or not you're going to eat five to six times a day. And from there, make a menu. When you write things down, and Nicole, I'm sure that you can attest to this. When you have things written down, you seem to follow them a whole lot better, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> 
You and your to-do list. So make a menu. It's almost like your to-do list for what you're going to eat. So you make your menu with five meals and just start with that. Don't start with, you know, macros and counting calories and all that stuff. That's really for if you're dialing for something specific. Just start with clean foods. Now, some people may say, oh, my gosh, what does the word clean mean? Ready? Easiest way I can put it. If you can grow it or you can kill it, you can eat it. <laughs> right? Single ingredient foods. Don't get caught up on a recipe. Chicken and broccoli is a recipe. It's a recipe. You know, I love chicken coleslaw mix and brown rice tortillas with mustard. It's one of my favorite meals. So start off like that. Make a menu. Have your breakfast. You can eat the same thing for breakfast every single day. It's okay. So I always have egg whites and oats or like egg whites and cream of rice. You can make um, with the oats, you can do pancakes, scramble them all up together, that type of stuff. And then at three hours later, I always eat something else. For me, it's like a salad with chicken or um, chicken and uh, like red peppers and hummus. And then another meal at three hours after that. And then do that same thing, but make it out from Monday through Sunday. You can rotate your days. Don't get so hung up on variety. We all eat 12 to 15 foods. Whether or not those 12 to 15 foods are good foods or bad foods, it doesn't matter. We eat 12 to 15 foods. So try to find 12 to 15 foods that you enjoy and create a nice little menu on it. Don't try to be super perfect. Just create the menu. Like that should be your first step. And then, well, what do you do with this menu? Well, if you're eating chicken, just cook a whole ton of chicken. It's not going to go bad. You're not going to get sick. I've been doing this for food prep like this for probably almost two and a half years, and I've never gotten sick off my food. You know, it'll keep in the fridge for about six days, six to seven days, and you're good. So cook a whole bunch of chicken. Cook a whole bunch of brown rice tortillas. I pre-cook my vegetables, too. You just cook them al dente, so then when you heat them back up, it'll um, they still are a little crunchy. Um, brown rice, you can cook that in, in bulk. And then you can pull it out of the refrigerator, and I call them buckets. You just throw everything into buckets. So you have all these buckets, which are really just plastic containers, in the refrigerator. And when you have your menu, the night before, you pull it all out, and you put them into your containers. It simplifies things so much better when you have all these buckets in your fridge and you go, all right, I'm never left without something. And just pull it out and put it into the fridge. And of course, as things go and you, you're fine tuning, yeah, you might want to start looking at your macros a little bit more, but your main goal right now should be eating five to six times a day and eating clean foods if that's where you're starting. We'll do a follow-up call with Kim on what macros are because I still don't get it. I think that could be a whole call. <laughs> macros is a whole call in itself because you can get into the nitty-gritty of the macros and the micros. <laughs> awesome. So I think some of the common questions, too, people always ask me, what are some snack ideas? So I know you said veggies and hummus. What else? I know you, they're meals to you, but if people are – not used to thinking in that sense and that they're thinking breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm supposed to have two snacks. You know, what are, what would those two snacks look like for you? If that's how you were viewing it in the beginning. Sure. And I will say this, 
I hate the word snacks and I don't use the word hate frequently, but I hate the word snacks. We're in a, and, and I think we live in a society that thinks we have to snack all the time. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's unfortunately, I think what has got us into the situation that we're in is we constantly think we have to snack. If we break down that and think of them as, like you said, I think of everything as a meal, meals one through six. Um, if you lose that idea of snacks, you're going to simplify your life a whole lot because you're not going to think of, Oh, I need a snack. I need a snack. No, I need a little meal. You just take what you had for dinner and you make it a little bit smaller. Um, but what I like for those things, uh, and I, I eat chicken pretty much all day long, chicken, ground turkey and stuff like that. But chopped veggies are awesome. Hummus, um, Stay away from stuff like granola because it is loaded unless you make your own. But even that, I mean, the average size serving for a granola is like a quarter of a cup. It's tough. Granola is tough because it's, it's dense. Um, egg whites, like hard boiled eggs are great for on the go. What else is really good for on the go? I like like sweet potatoes wedges on the go because they're good cold. Oh, what else do I eat a lot of? I'm a big red pepper fan. Cherry tomatoes. It's a lot of veggies, really. I was just going to ask you, so what about fruits, if anything? What is your whole... Fruit is tough. Fruit is definitely something that... Is fruit good for you? Absolutely. Fruit is phenomenal for you. However, you also still have to remember that fruit is made of sugar. And if you've done the 21-day fix and you've read that... You'll read that Autumn even says, make sure that you have all your purples done before your fourth meal. Or what did she, I think she says 6 p.m. I actually like 3 p.m. I like 3 too. Yeah. yeah. I use that as a rule. 3 o'clock fruits. But I always tell people too, you know, if you have a choice because you've, you've said, oh, shoot, it's, it's 3.30 and I only had one fruit. And really the only thing sitting in front of me is a banana and a cookie. Always choose the banana. Doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. Always choose the piece of fruit over the cookie when you can. (laughs) Um, But fruit is definitely something that you need to. So this is what I recommend. If you're just starting out along with your menu, should you also keep a journal? Okay. So you have your menu and you have a journal. And in that journal, what you're going to do is you're going to write down how you're feeling before you eat, how you feel during you're eating and then how you feel after and what that's going to do is help you understand what satisfies you what doesn't satisfy you and what makes your body happy and not happy for me fruit blows me up i have a really hard time with sugar in general whether it's artificial or natural sugars i have a very very difficult time in in accordance to you know what the guidelines say we should only have about 25 grams of sugar a day. Now, when you think about fruit, that's like one apple. (laughs) So you really want to make sure that you're journaling how you're feeling and that will guide you on what, you know, what you're going to like the most as far as what's going to make you feel the best. Yeah. Good. And why, why would people not want to choose low fat foods? If they have a choice like over having like cottage cheese that's full, you know, full whole milk cottage cheese versus like low fat or something, you know, why would, what is your thoughts on choosing low fat foods? 
Uh, Low-fat foods, if you actually look at the ingredient list, and I know this is going to be weird for a lot of people to actually turn a package over and look at the ingredient list. <laughs> what do you mean you want me to look at the ingredient? If you can't pronounce it, that means it's artificial and it's a chemical. And many low-fat foods, yes, they may not have any fat, but they're loaded with, with chemicals and with, you know, processing the, in order to make them low fat. They have to strip them somehow. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's what all that is. And your body needs fat. In order to lose fat, you have to eat fat. Sounds crazy, right? Mm. But you do. You need healthy fats. So if you're going to, you know, eat a salad, try switching to balsamic vinegar. You know, it's okay to use an oil on a salad. You know, use extra virgin olive oil and some balsamic vinegar. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, oh my gosh, you know, Evo is loaded in fat. It is, is, but it's good for you. Mm -hmm. Good fats. Or use, instead, you know what I've really gotten into the habit of doing if I'm eating a salad? I'll smash up avocado and that's my dressing pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it gives that creaminess to it. Mm -hmm. So you just dunk your little fork in the avocado and then you smash on your lettuce. (laughs) But anything low fat, stay away from. It's just loaded with chemicals and the processing is goes to the extreme in order to to strip the fat from it. Yeah, good. So this call, so we're almost out of time, but what I loved is that we focused a ton on the nutrition piece and that was one of the purposes for this call. So we just have a few more quick questions. So one that's a little personal, but I'm sure you get a lot. What happens to all the extra skin when you lose 120 pounds? <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> However, there is there is stuff you can do about it. And the most important thing that you need to realize is it's going to take time. This whole journey is about time. The elasticity in your skin, will it ever be the same as when you were 13 years old? No, it won't be, especially if you've had kids before and whatnot. But there are creams out there. I've used the uh, Palmer's cocoa butter, you know, that you put on your belly when you're pregnant mm-hmm. for the stretch marks. I've used that. That has helped. Um your increase in water is going to help your skin come back to elasticity. And for me, the removal of um, gluten in dairy has really helped my skin tremendously. Uh, And the reason why is because dairy is one of the number one sources of inflammation. So if you remove that, the inflammation from your body, it tends to help your elasticity in your skin. And you're going to, you know, you're going to glow a little bit more when you have less crap inside you floating around and your fluid levels are high. So does it go away completely? No, it doesn't. Do I still have some? Absolutely. Well, why don't you see them in the pictures? Well, because it's tucked into my suit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there are, and if there are some pictures, I could share some pictures and you'll see it. There's this one picture. I should probably post it on Facebook and make a nice long post about it. But I'm in the middle of a turn and my skin is like following me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's part of it's part of the journey. Yeah. But the most important thing is time, hydration, and make sure you keep yourself lotioned up. Yeah. And lifting weights, yeah? Do you, do you oh, absolutely. Just, yeah. yeah. Don't just do cardio. It's not gonna help for oh, from that. That's a whole call in itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <for sure. laughs> Stay away from the cardio. I know. I hate cardio. (laughs) 
I love weights. weights. Lifting weights will do so much for everything. Skin tone, muscle tone, bone density. As we age, lifting weight is even more important because when you, when you put on lean muscle mass, your bones actually grow. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for taking time out of your busy day and sharing these amazing tips with us and giving us a glimpse into your journey. And I think the, one of the biggest tips we just heard at the end is patience. This Mm -hmm. is a journey. Take your time. Trust the process. We are a country of instant gratification, and we have to remember it did not take us 60 days to put on the weight, so it is certainly not going to take us 60 days to take it off. So we we have to be patient. So thank you so much. Is there anything you would like to end with for us that we may have missed or that you want to just kind of reiterate to to the audience? Uh, You know, this is your journey. And you need to remember that this is about you. It's not about anybody else. And what works for me may not work for you. And that's why it's so important to get in tune with your body and get in tune with what works, what doesn't work, journaling, keep that menu. You know, you'll be cycling through menus like you wouldn't believe. And just take your time. And if you have questions, ask. It's okay to ask. You know, we, we think that we have to know it all. But we don't. This is the community. Beachbody is a community where we want to help everybody. It's, you know, that's my mission. I'm not about secrets. I'm about helping in any way that I can. So if you have questions, ask. Ask, 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 ask. Time, patience, and perseverance will get you to where you want to be. Thank you. And feel free to follow Kim Parker on Facebook for sure. She may be running out of her friends uh, list there. So make sure you follow her and she is always there to offer lots of tips and advice. Thank you, Kim. And enjoy everybody. 